Welcome to You Relevant, the podcast that is all about helping you find relevance in the economy of now. My name is Mike Wheeler, and I'm an online instructor, entrepreneur, and cloud career coach. I gravitate towards tools and tech that enable you to create something new, advance your career, and find the intersection between attainable and essential. Salesforce has recently released their Salesforce Admin Skills Kit, and this is available at admin.salesforce.com slash skills kit. And there's a four-minute video here from Jillian Bruce, who's Principal Admin Evangelist for Salesforce. The Skills Kit goes into the 14 ideal skills that you should seek to either have or improve in order to succeed as a Salesforce Administrator. And as they state in the video above here, you don't have to have all 14, but in an ideal world, these are the areas that will make you a stronger administrator on the Salesforce platform. I will be going and diving deeper into each of these 14. This is an introductory video and audio if you're listening to the podcast, but I'm going to do a 14-part series on each of these skills inside of this skills kit. So as a brief rundown, we've got communication, problem solving, attention to detail, learner's mindset, user management, security management, business analysis, data analysis, data management, designer's mindset, change management, process automation, product management, and project management. So this is a mixture of some soft skills and some technical skills. I'll dive into the first of these just to give you a preview of how these work. And so as you select the first topic, which is communication, it defaults to job seekers and admins and gives you actual examples of how you can represent these skills on your resume. And as Jillian warned in the video, don't just copy and paste these on your resume. Try and adapt it to fit your own use case here. As well, there's resources for employers to specify in their job descriptions what they're looking for if they're wanting someone with strong communication skills. And the third tab that you'll find on each of these pop-ups would be related to resources, links to various articles, blogs, and trailhead modules that will help you develop these skills further. So stay tuned for my upcoming 14-part series as I dive deeper into each of these skills contained inside the Admin Skills Kit. Welcome to part one of my 14-part series related to the Salesforce Admin Skills Kit. Now there's 14 skills represented in the Skills Kit and in today's episode we're going to be talking about communication. And this is the first of the 14 key essential skills inside of the Skills Kit and I'll be doing an episode on each of these and going more in depth of my own thoughts as to how you can apply these various skills to your Salesforce career. But first of all, let's focus on communication. Now there's three different tabs that come up whenever you click on a specific skill, the first of which is an overview of what this is. And then the first tab relates to job seekers and admins and gives you examples of how to represent your skills on a resume. Now there's three bullet points here that you could theoretically put on your resume related to your communication skills. And the idea here is not just to copy and paste this, but to adjust it to fit your own experience and background, such as your experience building strong relationships with internal stakeholders, including various teams such as IT sales and marketing. Other ways you can exemplify your communication skills on a resume would be if you have participated in or organized regular Salesforce stakeholder meetings to review business needs, processes, and technical requirements. And then finally, another example is that you increased user adoption by some sort of percentage by delivering regular training sessions for new Salesforce users. I recently was talking to a larger company that's looking for a Salesforce professional, and I shared with them this skills kit and how they can form their own requirements and nice-to-haves 
for their job description. And so for employers, there's a tab here as well. If you're looking for someone with good communication skills, these are examples of how to represent those desired communication skills on a job description, such as possessing excellent communication skills and a proven track record of working in a collaborative team environment. Another example is that you are looking for someone that is able to translate business requirements into technical solutions. And then the third and final example is to provide ongoing support and training to end users, including the creation and delivery of workshop materials, demoing new features, and documentation maintenance. Now, the final piece of each of these skills is a tab related to resources, and these are things that Salesforce provides and links to help you strengthen that particular skill. Not that any one person will exhibit all 14 skills at a professional degree, but if you're wanting to strengthen, in this example, your communication skills, then you can use these resources to, to learn more about effective communication skills, such as develop your communication skills as a Salesforce admin. And this is a blog post that you can read. This is about a five-minute read, I believe. And then storytelling and communication, this takes you to a trailhead module, and this is one hour and 25 minutes estimated completion time. Some of the pieces of this module have to do with the basics of storytelling and inspiring your team with stories, as well as using storytelling in business communications, as well as in presentations. And then a new way to talk to users and executives about Salesforce administration. This is another blog article written about a year ago, and this as well looks to be about a five-minute read. And then finally, essential habits for Salesforce admins. And this talks about admin habits and understanding user management, delving into data management, getting the scoop on security, and then getting acquainted with actual analytics. So there you have it, the first of the 14 skills in the admin skills kit. That would be communication. Stay tuned for more episodes related to each of these 14 skills. The second skill inside the Salesforce Admin Skills Kit is problem solving. Some examples would be that you've worked closely with stakeholders to troubleshoot and resolve issues in a timely manner, as well proactively monitoring daily Salesforce jobs to identify potential issues. And then finally, an example of delivering a certain number of projects, often collaborating with various teams such as IT, sales, and marketing. If you review some of the other job seeker and admin character traits related to skill number one of communication, you'll also see a lot of the similar sentiments as far as building strong relationships, dealing with stakeholders, and then also increasing adoption by a certain percentage, some sort of numeric value. So as we go back to problem solving here, they are saying that there's a lot of collaboration between IT, sales, and marketing, which you see here in communication as well. So one of the things that I've noticed as I've reviewed the 14 skills, and this is the second of the 14-part series, I'll be diving deeper into each of these, is that you begin to see some commonly recurring themes. And I encourage you to do so, to think about your career from a holistic approach and to take advantage of these clues as to how you can be successful in your current job, whatever it may be, so that you do have examples on your resume or you can work towards gaining those examples by working closely with stakeholders to troubleshoot and resolve issues, for example, in a timely manner, and being proactive with monitoring daily jobs, Salesforce or otherwise, to identify and rectify potential issues. Now, on the employer side of things, there are certain ways that you can highlight problem solving as a key skill for whatever job you're trying to fill. The skills kit here gives you three examples 
of how to represent those skills on your job description for Salesforce professionals that you're looking for. First of which would be to troubleshoot problems and implement suitable solutions in a timely manner. Second of which is to collaborate with stakeholders to design technical solutions to meet business needs. And then finally, implement Salesforce solutions to solve business challenges, improve processes, and increase adoption. Now finally, as with all the skills in the skills kit, Salesforce provides various resources and links. Some of these would be blog posts, some or trailhead modules to help you to strengthen that particular skill. So some of these resources that Salesforce provides for problem solving would be to enhance your problem solving skills as a Salesforce administrator. That is a blog post written earlier this year as well as best practices for troubleshooting. It's about a 40 minute completion time. It's got four different sections here, about 10 minutes each. And then as well, Salesforce skills and experience building. And then how Salesforce admin solved real world problems in 2020. This is an article from early 2021, blog posts and several different links to other resources as well. Having to do with how I solved this, this is a series of real world examples of how admins out there in the field have solved various problems. So you might find that informative. And then finally, the How I Solve This video series. This is a YouTube playlist that you'll find by the Salesforce admins group. And there's several different episodes there that bring those stories to life through interviews. So that is the second skill in the admins skills kit, problem solving. Stay tuned for more as we dive next into skill number three, which is attention to detail. Skill number three in the admin skills kit would be attention to detail. They give you examples for how you can exemplify your attention to detail in your resume or your LinkedIn profile. It's important that if you want to exemplify that you do have an attention to detail, that you don't have typos or mistakes in these particular sections of your resume or LinkedIn profile, etc. Some examples of how to represent attention to detail in your resume would be for example, that you accomplish tasks thoroughly and with a high level of accuracy. Another example is that you assisted with complex tasks, including data import, export, and creating reports and dashboards for stakeholders. And then finally, you applied knowledge, skills, tools, and techniques to complete projects or tasks that had some sort of significant result. For example, you decreased costs by a certain amount of money. So the core things here is that you want to be sure that you have accuracy denoted as well as that you're bringing your projects to completion and having a positive result, either time saved, money saved, some sort of return on investment. And you'll notice as well, and I brought this to your attention if you've been following along in the previous skills, that some of the commonly recurring themes that you'll see in some keywords and buzzwords would be working with stakeholders, for example. And so I encourage you to get familiar with the identification of stakeholders, working with them. I cover a lot of that in my business analyst certification course. And then on the employer side for your job descriptions, if attention to detail is important for the role you're trying to fill, then some examples of how you could represent that in your job description would be that you're looking for someone that demonstrates strong attention to detail, ensuring tasks are completed thoroughly and accurately. And then that you're looking for someone who has worked closely with stakeholders to deliver projects with high attention to detail. And then finally, someone who's improved business productivity, efficiency, and performance through critical evaluation of information gathered from multiple sources. So I think that even though this is intended for employers, this is also helpful for job seekers 
And these are some things and goals that you can set for yourself to exemplify that you are doing these things. You'll have to represent it more in the format of what you find on the job seekers and admin side of this particular skill, but also just knowing that these are things that employers are looking for, for roles that require a high level of skill. Some areas or types of jobs that I think accuracy is very important would be financial services and healthcare especially. So if you're looking to get into those fields, then this is a skill that you need to pay particular attention to because this will be important to employers and this is what they are looking for as it relates to attention to detail. So these are details for you as a job seeker to pay attention to as well to work towards mastery of this particular skill in your admin skills kit. And then finally, as usual, the third and final tab for each of these 14 skills would be resources that Salesforce provides to help you to level up your skills if you find yourself lacking. The first of which for attention to detail is a link to the importance of attention to detail as a Salesforce admin. That is a blog article from earlier this year, about a five minute read, so check that out. As well as accountability and delegation, it'll introduce you to things such as this simple framework. It also discusses accountability, learn how and when to delegate, as well as setting up individuals for success. And then import and export with data management tools. You'll be using dataloader.io and the data import wizard to manage data inside of Salesforce. This gives you some hands-on experience with dealing with data and accuracy and completeness. And so that's something that I would encourage you to work through as well. And then finally, the final resource for this particular skill is create reports and dashboards for sales and marketing managers inside of Trailhead. A lot of different sections here related to reports and dashboards, as well as folders. And you'll be getting into filtering your reports, grouping and categorizing your data and a whole lot more. So these are good hands-on ways that you can gain more experience with attention to detail and strengthening that core skill. That is skill three of the 14 in the admin skills kit. That is attention to detail. Stay tuned as we next dive into the learner's mindset, skill number four in the admin skills kit. Skill number four in the admin's skills kit is learner's mindset. Here is a particular skill that I'm fond of, and it's someone that's always learning, always striving to improve and learn new things. As it says here at the top of the learner's mindset is that you will be continually staying up to date with new Salesforce technology and inspire others to do the same. And so some examples of job seekers and admins of how you can represent this skill on your resume to signal to employers that you have the learner's mindset would be things such as that you continuously look for ways to increase knowledge for yourself and others, as well that you possess a current Salesforce administrator certification. And then finally, you are a ranger on Trailhead, the online learning platform for Salesforce involved completing a certain number of badges. These are ways that you can signify that you have and embrace the learner's mindset and you're always wanting to learn more. Now on the employer's side of things, if they're looking for someone that's always looking for the latest and greatest and the newest advances in technology and what Salesforce has going on, some ways that you can portray that on your job descriptions that you would be looking for someone that demonstrates a passion for learning and staying up to date with new technology, inspiring others within the organization to do the same. So this is someone that's not only a learner, but also a leader. An important piece of the learner's mindset skill is not only are you yourself learning, but you're communicating that to others and leading others to do the same, having a positive impact on those around you. 
Another example that they give for employers on these job descriptions would be that you are looking for someone that's a self-learner who leads by example and challenges the status quo. And then finally, you quickly learn business needs, design practical Salesforce solutions, and communicates these clearly to stakeholders. The final piece of this particular skill in the skills kit, the learner's mindset, are these resources that Salesforce provides, such as Grow a Learner's Mindset as a Salesforce Admin. This is a blog article written earlier this year, about a five-minute read, as well as a lot of other resources to take that deeper. The second resource inside of the skills kit here is the Salesforce Administrator Certifications link for the admin-related certifications. You'll find both the admin and advanced admin certification homepages here, as well as the new certification for business analysts. Check out my course on that as well. And then also CPQ specialist, marketing cloud administrator, and platform app builder. All of those are considered administrator-related certifications. One quick note on the business analyst cert is this is a bridge between the admin certifications and the consultant certifications. If you go to the Salesforce consultant role, you will see business analysts also listed here under consultants. So think of that particular business analyst certification as an admin slash consultant type certification. And also, since it is one of the newer certifications out there, you'd really signify that you are embracing the learner's mindset to potential employers if you attain that one. Then other resources listed in the skills kit would be the Salesforce Administrator Super Badges. Look for those that are more admin related and you'll see those denoted on the badge. And then finally, a podcast from the Salesforce Admins podcast with Stephanie Herrera and is titled Always Be Learning. And this is a podcast from several years ago, but it will give you more ideas of that learner's mindset, which would be skill number four in the admin skills kit. Stay tuned as we dive into the fifth skill, which is user management starting next. The fifth skill in the admin skills kit is user management. And this is where we start to pivot from soft skills, which are represented in skills one through four of communication, problem solving, attention to detail, and learner's mindset to more hands-on and technical as it relates to the Salesforce platform. The overview of this skill notes that you need to be able to customize the user experience and manage profiles, permissions, roles, and groups. So as we click to learn more, here are some examples of how you can represent these skills on your resume as it relates to user management. For example, you supported a certain number of users on a day-to-day -day basis acting as a subject matter expert for all things Salesforce. Another way that you can demonstrate user management skills on your resume would just say something like that you designed and implemented a customized user experience resulting in increased productivity. Now, typically you want to have some sort of measurement or percentage, and the third example gives that by saying created and implemented a Salesforce adoption strategy involved building and delivering multiple workshop and training materials resulting in user adoption increasing by X percentage. And so when I think of user management, I think of the first knowledge area of the admin exam guide. And that has to do with configuration and setup. You start with the organization setup and then you get into user management and then finally security and access. And so that particular knowledge area is where you get into things such as managing profiles, permissions, permission sets, roles, and groups, for example. Now, as we pivot over to the employer side of things, here are some ways that employers might choose to represent this particular skill of user management on their job descriptions. They're looking for individuals who have overseen all administrative functions within Salesforce, including the creation and maintenance of user profiles and permissions. 
Another way they might represent this is that they're looking for someone that has built and customized user experience to boost productivity and drive success. And then finally, someone that has created an effective training and adoption strategy to grow the Salesforce skill set across the organization. So some more commonly recurring themes as we're getting into this fifth skill, we're seeing the mention of training the end users in more than one skill now. So an important skill to have in addition to these 14 skills and encompassing all of them is this ability to train. The ability to train requires you to be able to communicate, to problem solve, to have attention to detail, and as well have the learner's mindset, the previous four skills, but you also will see as you start to look on the employer side of things that they're looking for someone that not only that can do the work, but also train others to go and do likewise. So having that impact radiating outward from the admin into the user base and throughout the organization, leading by example in user management as well. And then finally, the third and final section are the resources to help you to further deepen and improve your user management skills. Several different links that Salesforce provides, the first of which is learn and develop user management skills as a Salesforce admin. That will take you to a blog article written earlier this year with several key points about how you can learn and develop user management skills as an admin. And then there's a link for user management. That'll take you to the Trailhead module. It's about a 50 minute completion time. Take you through the process of setting up users and controlling how they can view or edit business data. There's a link to the expert corner. This is called Explore the Future of User Management with Product Manager Cheryl Feldman. And then further resources and links down below that. And then finally, five user management habits that will help your admin career. So be sure and check out those resources for skill number five, user management. And then stay tuned in the next episode where we dive into skill number six, which is security management. Skill number six in the Salesforce Admin Skills Kit is security management. And it is here that you need to proactively set up processes to manage and protect customer and business data. Let's dive deeper into security management, find out what it's all about. Now on the job seekers and admin side of things, they give three examples of how you can represent security management on your resume. First example would be if you assisted the IT team with activities to ensure Salesforce security settings were aligned with the company's compliance needs and policies. Another example would be that you performed or assisted with regular security reviews of profiles and permission sets to ensure they adhere to the principle of least privilege. And then finally, you utilized Salesforce Health Check and Optimizer features and took subsequent actions to remediate security-related issues. One thing you could quite easily do is to get some hands-on experience with the Salesforce Health Check and Optimizer to start filling in more experience related to security management. I'm going to pop into a free developer account here and show you real quickly those tools. So if you go into Setup, first of which is the Health Check, you can search for Health or Health Check under Security and then click to open that. And the Salesforce Health Check will give you an idea of how well your org meets Salesforce security standards, as well as giving you recommendations for how to fix any critical issues or any warnings you may have. So in my instance here, I'm at a good status. I'm at 70% baseline here. You can find more information how the scores are calculated. But if you click on Fix Risk, then it'll take you through the process of addressing the security risk and how to fix those. I'm going to select all of these and then select to change settings after I scroll through to see what the implications are. Some of them at a very high level is that my session timeout is timed much longer than the ideal of 15 minutes, minus that to 24. Also have a few, few things disabled that 
Salesforce Health Check with Like enabled. I'm going to select to change all of these settings and then confirm by clicking Yes, Change Settings. That's taken me up from 70% to now to 98%. I'm in an excellent status. There's a few security settings here that are noted as far as one critical medium risk security setting. So you can review these in your own org and take further action. Now the other tool listed in the skills kit here for security management is the Salesforce Optimizer. If we go back into our developer account here, the Salesforce Optimizer is an application that you first have to allow access and then you can schedule this to run or you can run it manually. I'm going to click allow access and agree to the above terms without reading them because that's always funner than actually taking the time to read the fine print. But that would mean you don't pay attention to detail. If you want that skill, review my previous video on that particular skill in the skills kit. You can either specify no scheduled run or in the free developer account, you can have this run monthly if you so desire. Then also you can always open Salesforce Optimizer from the app launcher. I'm going to click open optimizer and this is an app that now is enabled in my org. And so it defaults to the tab for org metrics. There's no results here because we've not run the optimizer yet. So I'm going to click run optimizer. And this can take up to 24 hours. But since this is a free developer account with not a lot going on here, it won't take that long. You can close the app and check back later or refresh the browser tab to see if the scan is still in progress. So now the results are in. It is still running, but we're starting to see some results. And it gives me a list of things I need to address as far as different status, either no action required or a review is required or potentially action required. So I have an alert here related to multi-factor authentication adoption. And so this is the Salesforce Optimizer. I'll refresh one more time to see if we have any more results, which we do, and it's still running. So you can see that these are grouped by status with either immediate action required or review or not currently enabled. There's a lot that you can review here in your results for Salesforce Optimizer. Now back to the skills kit on the employer side of things, what employers are looking for are admins and professionals that have maintained the Salesforce security model, including roles, profiles, sharing rules and permission sets as well as individuals that regularly perform a Salesforce health check and implement field level security with a least privilege access mindset. Just bear in mind the security model of Salesforce, you typically want to start with the strictest access and then open up exceptions on an as needed basis. And the idea behind that is often referred to as least privilege access. And then finally, also looking for those that ensure that Salesforce implementations adhere to corporate security standards, complete regular internal system audits, and prepare for system upgrades. And then as always, there's several resources that you can peruse here for this particular skill inside the skills kit, various trailhead modules, blog articles, etc. So that's the sixth skill in the skills kit for Salesforce administrators and professionals. That would be security management. So now let's continue on in the next skill, which would be business analysis. The seventh skill in the admin's skills kit would be business analysis. And it is here that you improve the efficiency of business operations by proactively undertaking regular process analysis and documentation. So let's dive in and learn more about business analysis. They provide different examples of how you can represent business analysis skills on your resume, such as having built strong relationships with users to better understand their needs and identify opportunities for improvement, as well as working closely with stakeholders to identify business requirements, 
perform analysis and provide data-driven recommendations, and then finally, developed a strategic framework to provide greater transparency into customized business processes. Then it continues on further with saying that you need to be involved identifying the processes, people, information, and documentation of all business activities, and then using this information to build solutions to meet the business needs. So there's a hint here of the common role of a business analyst being a bridge between the business and IT or between the business and the technical side. So you act as a liaison oftentimes between those two sides of the equation, the business and the technical. Now on the employer side, these are examples for job descriptions looking for individuals with business analysis skills, such as improved business processes and efficiencies in Salesforce using your strong business analysis skills. And then next up, analyze business processes and make data-driven recommendations for improvement. And then finally, possess a deep understanding of Salesforce products, processes, and best practices. And with this particular skill, this is a certification as well that Salesforce has recently released. That's the Business Analyst Certification. I've got a course on that, so be sure and check that out. I'll link to that for your reference. And then other references or resources that Salesforce provides would be various blog articles and interviews, trailhead modules, etc. So be sure and check out those links as well. So that's the seventh skill in the admin skills kit, business analysis. Next up is skill number eight, data analysis. We'll do that next. The eighth skill inside of the admin skills kit is data analysis and is here that you need to be able to provide reporting on a regular basis to help users and executives gain insights and make decisions from Salesforce data. So let's dive in and look at some examples of how you can represent data analysis on your resume. For example, you could say that you've built or managed a certain number of reports and dashboards for a certain number of teams to provide increased transparency. Another example provided is that you've proactively created reports and dashboards that allowed users and executives to see which products were top sellers, who the highest value prospects were, and which marketing campaigns were most successful, thus allowing the business to make decisions regarding future activities. And then the third and final example is that you provided goal-oriented stats for users and executives through customized dashboards. Now on the employer side, ways they can approach this in a job description would be looking for someone that has created reports and dashboards to monitor data quality and business metrics, as well as those that have demonstrated a passion for data analytics and trends, and then finally those that have provided data-driven recommendations to senior management by building visually compelling dashboards. Now there's several different resources provided here in this skill. Some are trailhead modules, other are blog posts, interviews, etc. So be sure and check out the resources linked here in the skills kit as well. That is skill number eight, data analysis, and next up is data management skill number nine. Skill number nine in the admin skills kit is data management, and it's here that you create processes to ensure data in Salesforce is managed correctly. Now, there's several different examples I give for how you can represent data management skills and experience on your resume, such as if you have assisted in the management of data within Salesforce, including setting up validation rules and proactively preventing data duplication. This process of preventing data duplication, you want to be sure and check out duplicate rules and the matching rules in which they contain in order to deepen your understanding further of how to manage duplicates inside of Salesforce. And then as well for data quality, validation rules help you to be sure that the data that's entered meets certain requirements. Now the next example would be that you've assessed and improved data quality within Salesforce 
ensuring data was actionable to help users and executives make important business decisions. And as well, if you have customization experience to meet business requirements and optimize data. Now, on the flip side with the employers, the way that they can represent data management skills would be seeking out those that have maintained Salesforce as the source of truth for all customer and sales data, as well as monitoring and updating Salesforce data, including importing, exporting, and mass updating of data. And then finally, looking for those that have overseen the, the execution of day-to-day -day configuration, support, maintenance, and improvement of Salesforce, including the creation of custom objects and fields. Then finally, the resources mentioned here, there's several different things linked to that you can check out, such as flexing your data management skills as a Salesforce admin, data management and data quality trails, as well as six data management habits that will help you succeed in your role. So that is skill number nine in the admin skills kit, data management. Next up is designer's mindset, skill number 10. I'll see you there. Skill number 10 in the admin skills kit is designer's mindset. And this is where you create human-centered user experiences in Salesforce. And so what it means to be human-centered is to bear in mind that when you're creating something on the platform, that it's a human that's going to use those tools that you're putting together. You want to make their experience enjoyable and easy and not painful. And so that's what it means to be human-centered, to think about what the end user will experience. So some examples of how to represent the designer's mindset on your resume would be things such as you have worked closely with business stakeholders to build solutions focused on improving the user experience. Now you'll see this term user experience, sometimes an acronym UX that denotes user experience. And so just thinking about the experience of the end user as they're using the app or program that you've created on the platform. And as well, you need to proactively plan and facilitate design testing and validation to ensure the optimal user experience. So just because you create something that you think is user-friendly, it's a good idea to put that to a test by having your end users try out what you've built to see what their feedback is. And then finally, if you've incorporated a human-centered design into Salesforce solutions by doing fill in the blank, for example, creating a single record page for each custom object, that serves all fully utilizing dynamic forms and actions as well as component visibility. So that is a good example of how you could think about making a single page serve multiple dynamic purposes depending on the user that is using that particular page. Now as well on the employer side of things, how you may approach the job description in seeking out those with a designer mindset would be that you're looking for someone that delivers human-centered user experiences using Salesforce, as well as possessing a baseline knowledge of how to solve problems using design UX concepts. Once again, UX is user experience. And then also understand the declarative features of the Salesforce platform and how they can be used to design a human-centered user experience to solve problems. And just a quick note on declarative. Declarative means clicks instead of code. So there's a lot you can do on the Salesforce platform through declarative or clicks instead of code. Those features need to be well known by those that have a designer's mindset so that they can use that to design that human-centered user experience to help solve those problems that are being experienced. And there's several resources available, such as to develop a designer's mindset as a Salesforce admin. It's a blog article that you can check out about a five minute read, as well as getting to know relationship design that is available on Trailhead. There's several different modules contained herein, such as relationship design, ethics by design, inclusive design, values driven design, and more, all design related. And then as well, design thinking for admins by Adam Doty. That is an interview that was conducted by Jillian Bruce back 
over a year ago and discussing things related to design decisions made by admins and then further resources from there. So be sure and check out the resources for designers mindset. That is the 10th skill inside the admin skills kit. Next up will be change management skill number 11. See you there. This final row of skills inside the skills kit really started to get into putting it all together. The previous 10 skills are more specific to you as an admin or Salesforce professional, different pieces, either soft skills or technical skills. But once you get into this final row, you start to get into your larger work as a piece of the whole and a piece of a larger product or project. And it's here in change management skill number 11 that you go from making changes inside of your own environment or sandbox in order to combine work and changes with other Salesforce professionals as well as moving that into either user acceptance testing or production. There's a lot of complexity around this, but at a very high level, change management is where you manage changes to business processes, technology, and people within Salesforce. So let's dive deeper and look at how to represent these skills on your resume. Examples that they give here in the skills kit would be that you've worked closely with stakeholders to ensure business readiness for any upcoming changes related to Salesforce. So there's that term stakeholders. You see that throughout the skills kit. And the takeaway from that fact is that you need to work well with others. No one can work as an island under themselves to find success on the platform in this ecosystem is to be able to work with your key stakeholders, everyone that's involved and contribute and add value all along the way. And with change management as well, if you've had experience with managing or assisting with those three major Salesforce releases per year, that's something that's just built in out of the box expectation of Salesforce is that there are going to be three major releases per year. And with that comes some communication to your user base. You may approach that by distributing a newsletter or hosting training sessions to communicate those upcoming Salesforce changes really just staying up to date with the release cycles of Salesforce, when that's going to occur, when that's going to hit production in your various sandboxes, and what that may mean for your end users or on the technical side as well. Other features inside of Salesforce that you can do to help with this would be to set up in-app guidance to highlight changes within Salesforce, as well as if you have experience with creating and maintaining sandbox environments for testing. The sandbox environments get preview releases before the major releases of Salesforce, and that gives you advanced view of things that are coming down the pike in the next release to be able to test it out to make sure that it doesn't cause any problems with the upcoming releases with what you've already have built and in place inside of your own org. And so this in-app guidance, I'm going to go into Salesforce and show you where to find that. You can search for in-app guidance inside of setup. You'll find that underneath user engagement. And in-app guidance is where you can add learning prompts inside of your application. You can click on settings to start setting that up. You can adjust the settings for how frequently you provide your in-app guidance. But to set that up, you can click add down here at the bottom and start building in-app guidance using the builder that shows up. I can click add and then I can provide either a single prompt or a walkthrough. And you've been on the receiving end of in-app guidance. Salesforce provides this when there's major news or updates related to the platform. And then you can go from there once you've decided on either a single prompt or walkthrough by clicking next. And then configuring the type of prompt and going from there. And it gives you a preview of what that prompt might look like. You can add your own customized title and body for that prompt. And as I type, you'll notice that the preview updates accordingly. 
Another nice thing is you can customize the button label for the dismiss button. Whenever you're done with all your settings here for your in-app guidance, you can click save and you can set various actions. You can schedule when this is to appear. And so for that action, I'm going to have a button that says go to MWM and then the action link URL will take users to my website. I'll click next. We can schedule this with a start and end date range as well as a frequency to either show when the page loads and also how many times to show it to the end user with how many days in between showing that prompt so you're not nagging them to death. I'm gonna click next. You have no profile restrictions, but you can specify specific profiles so that only those inside of those specified profiles will see the in-app guidance if you so desire or just have no profile restrictions so it applies to all. And for permissions, I'm going to set no permission restrictions, but you can give specific permissions so that users assigned with all of the selected permissions see the in-app guidance. I'm going to leave that to no permission restrictions. And then finally, I can set the details. I'm just going to call this sample for sake of time and give a description and click save. And so here is my prompt and I can click the be gone to dismiss it. I've got the link to go to MWM and the finish button as well. And let me go ahead and click done and refresh. So that's just a little bit on in-app guidance. Now on the employer side for change management, they're looking for those that have overseen all activities related to managing changes within Salesforce, including changes to business processes, technology, and people. So the changes of people would be things around activating, deactivating users, changing up where they are in the role hierarchy, perhaps making changes to their profiles, permission sets, Changes to business processes may be any one of the three primary processes of Salesforce, which would be lead process, sales process, and support process. And then as well, employers are looking for those that have designed and implemented new processes within Salesforce that could be some sort of custom process, for example, beyond the primary three of lead, sales, and support processes inside of Salesforce, as well as facilitating user adoption of these processes. So it's one thing to design and implement them, but to help drive user adoption is key and fundamental in the employer's eyes. And then finally, you need to possess the knowledge of deployment strategies and processes, for example, staging environment versus production. So that's where you get into potentially sandboxes and that whole deployment strategy. Now, as it relates to change management, there are several resources available from the Skills Kit tab here, such as three tips for improving your change management skills as a Salesforce admin as well as empowering your Salesforce users. There's also hashtag low code love change management, which is a trail mix with several different links and modules that you can explore. And then finally, change set development model, which is a trailhead module, about a 30 minute completion time on that. So that my friends is change management skill number 11 found inside of the admin skills kit. Next up skill number 12 process automation. Will I see you there? Skill number 12 inside the admin skills kit is process automation. It's here that your data starts to go in motion and things start to change dynamically. At a high level, the description of process automation is to create, maintain, and enhance automated business processes. So as we dive in to learn more about how you can represent process automation skills on your resume, you'll learn that you need to be able to, to identify opportunities to drive efficiency by automating manual processes. Now, a few years ago, this may have been done with workflow rules or process builders, but now that Salesforce is encouraging you to go with the flow, you'll see this exemplified in the second example, which is that you've used tools such as flow to build automations within Salesforce. 
So it would be a good idea for you to learn Flow, the Flow Builder, and also to represent that on your resume. And especially if you've done any work with retiring old workflow rules and or processes, converting them over to Flows would be a good thing to exemplify as well. And then finally, another example would be that you've proactively advised the business on how to use Salesforce to automate business processes. And you could further quantify that by saying you've created a certain number of process automations using Flow including one that reduced a manual process from one amount of time to another, for example, from five days down to one. And so you always want to try to quantify any savings on time, resources, money, et cetera, that is appealing to the employers who, by the way, are looking for individuals with process automation skills. They'll likely be asking for things such as if you've created, maintained, and enhanced automated business processes using tools such as Flow to build those automations within Salesforce, as well as advising and implementing process automation within Salesforce, ensuring accurate documentation. Now, several process automation resources listed here. That includes three different episodes that will take you from creating triggered flows and batch jobs to building decision logic and screen flows, and then finally integrating flows with AI, chatbots, and more. Good times will be had by all if you work through those resources. And Speaking of good times being had by all, hope to see you in the next skill, which is lucky number skill 13, which is product management. I'll see you there. Product management is here that you manage the end-to-end -end implementation of Salesforce, including the overall strategy and day-to-day -day activities involved in administering Salesforce. Examples of how to represent product management on your resume would be that you've demonstrated your knowledge of multiple products across the Salesforce platform. That may vary from sales cloud, service cloud, field service lightning, configure price quote, whatever it may be, the more clouds and knowledge that you can have across a broad spectrum will widen the net of potential job leads for you as recruiters and hiring managers are searching for individuals with certain product knowledge, various platform areas of Salesforce that you may be able to take care of. So you really want to get specific for whatever clouds that you've worked on. And then as well, if you've successfully partnered with internal stakeholders to plan, implement, and communicate Salesforce release changes three times a year, that would be those three major releases from Salesforce that they do annually and then once again you'll see stakeholders mentioned specifically in this particular skill that is a commonly recurring theme is the, the ability to work with stakeholders on these various Salesforce projects and then finally acted as the Salesforce subject matter expert and day-to-day -day point of contact for users executives vendors and development teams here is once again you fulfilling the role of being a bridge or a liaison between the business and the technical and you're dealing with end users, those higher up on the org chart, such as executives, third party individuals that may be partnering with your company, such as vendors, and then as well, the technical or development teams. So if you're involved in setting up a cross-functional center of excellence to assist with the evaluation of new features and adoptions. Now, center of excellence is something that occurs in the business analyst certification, and I cover that in my BA course as well. I'll link to that for your reference. And then on the employer side, what they're looking for are those that can ensure the business gets the most value and return on investment out of Salesforce products and that they're used to help users and customers as well as evaluating new Salesforce products and features and partner with stakeholders to implement and deploy to production, as well as developing customer-facing interfaces, including the creation and maintenance of fields, views, campaigns, and other Salesforce applications and functions. And there are several different resources related to product management here in the skills kit, such as sharpening your product management skills as a Salesforce admin, 
which is a blog post about a five-minute read recently released and then as well prepare for Salesforce releases trailhead module this is a trailhead trail with several different modules such as the Salesforce release readiness strategies and advanced Salesforce release readiness strategies and then different release highlights from different releases of Salesforce to get you up to speed with some of the newer releases in the past several iterations and then several other links that I'll let you check out at your leisure. You may find helpful in deepening your knowledge of product management, the 13th and next to last skill represented in this skills kit. And so now it's time to dive into the 14th and final skill, which is project management. I'll see you there next. The 14th and final skill in the admin skills kit is project management, and it is here that you plan and oversee Salesforce projects to ensure they're completed on time and within budget. Now, project management skills on your resume may appear along the lines of they've planned and managed resources to deliver a certain number of Salesforce projects. For example, a big Salesforce enhancement or implementation. An example of an enhancement that I can think of would be helping an org convert from classic to lightning. That would be a larger enhancement or implementation. So if you've done that, be sure and represent that on your resume. Other examples would be managed, delivered, or assisted with a certain number of enhancement releases on time in a certain amount of time frame, for example, in the year 2021. And then finally, you project manage a Salesforce project which you delivered on time, on budget, and resulted in either increased sales or decreased costs or increased productivity, et cetera, et cetera. Employers may be exemplifying project management skills on their job descriptions by stating things such as looking for individuals that act as their primary day-to-day -day point of contact for all operational aspects of Salesforce projects and those that drive implementations of high-quality solutions through building strong stakeholder relationships and facilitating regular status meetings and as well monitoring and managing project scope, budget, and schedule to ensure project stays on track. So project management, those individuals tend to not be so much hands-on inside of Salesforce, but need to understand the platform, but are more tracking with deliverables, deadlines, budget, et cetera. And you'll see that exemplified in these different job description bullet points. And then finally, we've got several different resources available in the resources tab inside this 14th and final skill, such as strengthening your project management skills as a Salesforce administrator, which is a blog post released not too long ago, as well as learn project management essentials from Walden University. This is a trailhead trail that includes several different modules, about a one hour, 20 minute completion time. Several other resources here, such as Project Management Plan Lite. This is a module that contains templates that you can use as well, so you might find that helpful and then more here under resources. So that is the skills kit, 14 essential skills to enhancing your own Salesforce career. If you found this series helpful, please leave a comment for what you'd like to learn about Salesforce and I just might make it my next video. And until then, I'll see you in the cloud. So if you could please do this new podcaster a solid, please share this podcast with others. I also want to hear your voice. Please do reach out to me. I want to include the voices of my listeners. If you have any questions, leave that in a voice message. You may be featured in a future episode. And please subscribe, share, spread the word about you relevant. And together we'll help you and others find relevance in the economy of now. Thanks.